and there hasn't been somebody that where where they posted with a frequency or a compellingness where you thought, okay, I'll I'll, I'll continue to be this person's fan. I I just don't. Well, for starters, I don't have OnlyFans notifications on my phone or computer. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> You're just going about your day, and they're like, you know, Jane has posted a new video. <laughs> you know, like, get a little notification on your smartwatch. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we're going to talk about small penis shame, loose vagina shame, nudes sent to an ex shame, and probably some other shameful stuff. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Mike, what does a deaf gynecologist do? Uh, sounding? <laughs> uh, they read lips. Oh, you know what sounding is, though? <laughs> no, what's sounding? Oh, that's where you put a rod into your urethra that goes up to your bladder. Uh, that's mm. like worse than a colonoscopy. It's well, it's not. This is for sex play. It's a thing guys do. You can find videos of it. Oh, wait. Yeah. Why would shoving something up your your urethra be good? People are just looking for that next level of uh, intrusive play. It reminds me of like the. <sighs> Uh, anime or whatever hentai skits or videos, whatever cartoons where the penis goes all the way into the uh, uterus. Right, it's just like right, right. more invasive. Although it is a guy receiving it, so that's sort of interesting. Yeah, I don't think you would feel any sexual pleasure having your penis interacted with in that way. So why couldn't you just do something like I don't know, saw a knuckle off your ring finger or something? That would probably work too. I mean, it's more permanent. This isn't permanent, right? This is something where you could then re remove it. I mean, people okay. get pierced. Cut your in their finger, penis. then. I don't know. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, it's it's like some sort of submissive thing, probably. But it's definitely a thing. It wasn't my. It's not my favorite video to see, but I've seen a number of them. So sounding. Certainly, okay. I mean, it, I suppose on some level it could operate like a condom. I mean, hard unless your semen can go past it. But it, it also would keep you hard maybe longer. So it's like a kind of poor man's Viagra. Where would the semen go? I, can't, I, I don't want to talk about way. this. I don't right, want to. Right. Yeah. All right. We forgot to do a Black Friday Cyber Monday promotion for our feedback bait. Do you think it's too okay. late? I don't know what that means. So Okay. So we famously offer $10 for any feedback people send us. And they can do so at YMMVPod on Twitter or at YMMVPod at gmail.com but yeah i don't know we, we tend could have to offered, get like we could have offered 20 bucks for a week or something that's true i mean we tend to just get like a gay guys who want to tell us how hot we are i guess yes. it's our voices somebody yeah. asked us for photos we've had that before yeah yeah well we had a guy who wanted to know if we were beating off while doing the podcast <laughs> i remember that's that a hard one. no yeah. well I, I guess we can't see each other's crotches but i don't think we are yeah I mean, our listeners can't see us at all, but like, right. it doesn't look like your arms are moving. No, I'm not beating off. It I would, don't remember what episode it was, but didn't we tackle this on an episode? Like whether it would be possible to beat off on a Zoom call without it we being did. detected? We did. That's because uh, we had a, a person who told us that he thought he could do it without yeah. being detected. And I, we, he never, we never did it though, which I'd like. I mean, I don't want to watch guys orgasm, but I don't know. I still don't think, I think you would, there'd be some hitch in your speech as you got close. Yeah. I, well, we don't have to relitigate that, but yeah, you can yeah. see them moving and 
Yeah. All right. So let's do 20 bucks for a week. Okay. All right. So if you send us feedback this week at YMMVPod on Twitter or YMMVPod at gmail.com, we will pay 20 bucks. So yeah, send us Venmo or send, give us your Venmo or your Cash App. Or That's the other thing is that most people who give us feedback don't actually want to tell us. It's like if you, yeah, I understand. There's this issue here. I mean, people probably want to use crypto or something. Because they want to be anonymous, oh. they don't want us to call them out. Even though we've never done that, we have no history of doxing people. But yeah, whatever. yeah, that's true. Yeah, we are extremely careful not to share any identifying info, even of ourselves. That's right. Although a couple people we know have hurt us accidentally, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, I saw this tweet. Uh, I don't remember when it was. It was November 26th. This person says, the first dating app that solves the, quote, Mm. women get too many matches but are of poor quality. And the, quote, men get very few matches, coordination problem will become richer than God. Uh, Right. I think I disagree with this premise. So his premise is women get too many matches, but they are of poor quality. I think I agree with that subjective reality that women experience yes. and this men get very few matches. So men do get very few matches, but I think they are also of poor quality. I think it depends on, I mean, obviously the high quality women are matching with someone. And so, yes. I mean, this, my initial take on this is that it falls into the standard sort of 80, 20. It's not 80, 20. It's like 95, five thing that you hear complained about on TikTok all the time. Not really complained about. People just talk about it as a reality. What? That, what? What is this thing? That women are, uh, some some large percentage of women basically only uh, like the top five percent of guys. And I think there's data from various platforms going all the way back to OkCupid, but also I think with Tinder, mm-hmm. um, showing that that's what women do. That there's a strong skew, whereas men. Are I mean, yeah, you can imagine two graphs. Like the men's graph is kind of a um, a, a normal curve where it's like men. It's what you would kind of expect. It's just random. It's some kind of random distribution of likes. Whereas the women, it's not random. Uh, there is a small set of guys that do really, really well, and there's a huge chunk of guys that do very, very poorly. Huh. Uh, and so that that f- this would just fit into that dynamic uh, that the women are all clustering around some guys. Hmm. You don't think that's true? Maybe. Well, I don't know. I actually don't know. So, <laughs> I think there's data behind this too, but go on. I wonder what the experience, I know what my online dating experience is. And my online dating experience is getting matches is annoying. And I would like to have far more matches. And all of the people I match with complain about just having too many matches. Like it's hard for them to choose who to even message because every single person they swipe yes on has already swiped yes on them effectively. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, so I have a couple of thoughts on that. My first thought is that I don't think you, um, make a, you make some effort in your online profiles, uh, mostly through pictures of travel and sort of destination yeah. stuff, which I think is smart, but I don't think you make the level of effort that you could in terms of doing some kind of wealth or income signaling. And the second comment mm. is that uh, if you could, I guess, in reference to this, twi- this tweet, um, the solution to this 
probably is something. Okay, so if you can take out fraud, and that's the problem. That's the problem with these things, and it's the problem on seeking arrangement is that there's a substantial fraud component. It goes both directions. You have men who will wealth signal. That's easier to solve because you could simply have it so that for a man to like a woman's photo, he has to pay something, right? So then it actually costs money. Yeah. On the female side, it's much harder because, and this totally happens on seeking and other places, the women obviously then would have a strong advantage to either divert people to something like an OnlyFans page yeah, or uh, just, to, yeah, I mean, if you had a dating app where the man had to pay to like someone or pay to get a match, well, there would be women who would just, put, or people rather, who would just put up fake profiles and um, collect money, right? So, so, however, I mean, you could imagine somebody creating a very clever system that disincentivized that behavior. I'm not sure exactly how. Um, <clears throat> I think by, it's actually easy. I think okay. you just let men flag profiles and then you have a moderation team. But how would the men know? I mean, if I think it would have to be a little more complex than that around. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Twitter, not Twitter, Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. You're not allowed to do it on Seeking, actually. If you list, if you in your profile have a URL to OnlyFans or even your Instagram, your profile will be removed. But okay, on but those I'm other like three, you can just link to your OnlyFans. And people will say like, oh, I'm really busy. I respond there more often. And it's it's just a, a commercial. In fact, it's not even the girl creating the account. They probably pay an agency that repeatedly just creates these accounts. Right. I mean, so so in the in the use case I'm suggesting is a little bit different where there would actually be a financial exchange for the man to get the match. And so then the woman would presumably receive money for matching with guys. And so there would be a more perverse incentive. It doesn't, it wouldn't then just be an OnlyFans kind of thing. She would actually have an incentive to match with men. I see. Just and to create a fake profile just to get the money. Um, one thing you and I have discussed before, I think kind of a long time ago, was that there might be a market for some kind of verification service. And it could be as simple as, I mean, there's there's these services, uh, or rather, they're not exactly services, but um, they're business to business services like Plaid, which yeah. enable um, kind of uh, access to people's brokerage accounts and bank accounts. And you could imagine pretty easily actually setting up an app that simply verifies your net worth. Yeah. So this is getting a little bit boring, but sure. I mean, the problem for Tinder is they don't actually want people to match. They want people to keep using the app so that they pay the monthly fee or Tinder also shows Tinder shows ads as well. So if you have to swipe through a bunch of garbage only fans accounts, for starters, you, you still get that dopamine hit every time you swipe and there's like some hot young thing in a bikini. Um, and yeah, it's a little bit annoying that you'll never match with them. And even if you do, it's fake. But you know, from Tinder's perspective, you're getting more app time because of it. So they're not even really incentivized to remove those accounts. Tinder That's needs true. to I, have I some sort of I, way to make money without. Yeah. If we yeah. if we assume that Seeking.com, which charges, I think, roughly $100 a month. Something like that, of, yeah. Yeah. If we assume that they have a reasonable business with a reasonable amount of revenue, and if we assume, uh, I don't want to bore our audience here with too much intelligent conversation, but if we assume <laughs> that the um, <clears throat> that the real problem that's trying to be solved here is not the problem of sort of the ugly man looking for or the 
uncompelling man looking for a moderately attractive woman, which I think actually that probably broadly is the real problem. But if, if, the, if you wanted to solve simply the part of the problem, that's, you know, men trying to, sh- men and women both trying to sort of come out, uh, come out from the crowd and show up yeah. for people. Yeah. Um, I think that a pay service that did some kind of income verification or wealth verification could work kind of well. Um, because I think that <sighs> We've then been through the, this before. Yeah, the female matches the the women would. I mean, I think that look, if a woman had that piece of information uh, on Tinder or on Bumble, I think their match okay. or the Let, compelling matches for them would go way down. All right. Well, I will entertain this just to find out where we disagree. So first, let me yeah. say where I disagree. I, I think you're totally wrong. I think that a wealth signal would basically do nothing. Here's why. Really? Yeah. Let me see where we disagree. Okay. Let's say we had all the female guests we've ever had on the show. And you know, there's probably a dozen, right? And we yeah. asked all of them, if there were a thing on Tinder accounts that showed you the person's bank account, would you care about it? And they were on the show, uh, right? So they were like saying this publicly. Yeah. How many of them do you think would say yes? I think all of them would say no. No, I think it's like half. You think half of them would like be honest? Yes, and I think all of them would actually like that information. That's, that's because it's just it's that's just a, a separate question. I, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So this is where we disagree. I think all of them would say no. I don't care how much money he makes, and half of them I think would actually think they don't care how much money they makes. Like this idea of dating a firefighter who is really good with kids and you know is a strong male presence, but you know maybe doesn't have uh, the privilege that other people do. Like I think women romanticize that, and they don't think that they actually care about money. Now, of course they actually do, but I think in their minds, they think they do not. The, I mean, I don't disagree with you that the, um, I don't disagree with you that in principle, that's the way they would view it. I'm specifically trying to address the situation where you have a woman who's attractive enough that she's getting say 200 matches and she's just trying to figure out which is higher quality and lower. And in that context, it's hard. It would be hard for me. I feel like in that situation, it might even be more than half of women would acknowledge that it would be a signal that they would like to have yeah, to sort of help them filter. And yeah, they might decide that a guy is still worth the effort, but the pro I strongly suspect that what happens is a woman gets 200 matches, an attractive woman gets 200 or 500 matches or something. And she's thinking to herself, there is literally no way for me to figure out what these guys' jobs are, what, like what they do. And if she could just we get should- some kind of resume for each of them, then that would, you know, resume, income, wealth, whatever, that would be really helpful. I'm going to take a note here. We should post to the Sugar Lifestyle Forum subreddit and ask the sugar babies on there how many of them filter by the on seeking. You can indicate both your annual income and your net worth, and we should ask okay how many women filter by that. Sure, that's a great question. And you think it's low, and I think it's high. I think it's I think it's almost literally zero. Well, that could okay. This is getting boring, right? I think that I know we're getting too in the weeds. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say like that someone is on seeking arrangement. Sorry, it's just called seeking now. Implies that they have enough to hang, and so like women don't need to apply that filter. It's also more complicated because they because and it depends on what part what part of the world, what part of the country you're in. We've talked before about the fact that the typical arrangement winds up being about three thousand U.S. dollars a month, um, which isn't really that much money, Um, but very commonly you'll read about women who are dating in a sugar relationship, a guy who isn't really making that much money. He's spending a large percentage of his income on the sugar relationship. 
um, maybe they wouldn't care because they're still getting that percentage, but there's some lack of safety or there's some risk there. Um, and, uh, it's really, but it, but it would be very hard for me to believe that a woman wouldn't appreciate the signal above, you know, distinguishing that between say a guy making a million dollars a year. I feel like that's something they'd like to know. It's, it, it'd be hard for me to imagine them not caring. Yeah. I mean, look, I want to be clear here. They definitely should care and they probably mm-hmm. do care, but they may not know that they care. Sure. Sure. That's, that's the part that I think we, that's, that's well, there's, the maybe, this, the maybe this, this is a, a, one other question that's more interesting is if it's not wealth and income that the woman would be looking for as a way to wade through this set of matches, what is it? Respond yeah. to this original Twitter comment. What 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 do they? They do have pictures of the guy. They have some kind of text from him. What he's interested in. Like, is it just that they are saying, "Hey, it would be a pain to meet five hundred guys," but they yeah. would treat them all equally? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you have to decide how you would pick. Like, men might say, "Oh, I want someone with this color eyes or this height." Or yeah. Yeah. Size it would be boobs, interesting too. Next time we have a female guest on, we should we should interrogate them about this. Like, what are their heuristics for? whether they swipe on actually maybe we could do it live like they could share a screen with their tinder or something and they sure. can s- say what what they're seeing all right let's move on yeah. um i've been watching twitch lately and mm-hmm. uh, i watch people play this video game that i play and i thought you stopped I, playing that game i have mostly stopped i'm not i'm not doing like 200 hours a week like i used Yikes. to <laughs> it was never that much. Is that even possible? How many hours are in a week? My Seven, 168, I think. Times 24 is uh, 175 minus 168. I just said, said that. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like you knew it. You didn't derive it like I did. I did, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I've been... I used to have an ad blocker for it, but it stopped working a couple weeks ago. And I'm getting lots of ads now. And I want to say, I don't know if it's half. A lot of them are for prep. Do you know what prep is? Sure. That's the, uh, the, it's the pill you can take that, um, lowers or base very close to prevents you from getting HIV from sexual contact or maybe from IV drug use too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why am I getting these ads? The ads are kind of ridiculous that they show a bunch of couples and I mean, everyone knows who's at most risk here, but I think they show one gay couple and then a bunch of uh, man, woman couples. They don't and show any lesbian couples. I can't remember. Cause that would be so. pretty low I think risk. I, I think I would remember that. I got I got HIV from your strap on. Right, it would be like showing men in a breast cancer commercial. It's like okay, it's, it's man, yeah, it's theoretically possible, possible but, but <laughs> unusual. Uh, what could have I surfed that would indicate to the advertising overlords that I'm gay? I'm going to guess it's just being in San Francisco. Oh. and perhaps perhaps you share a uh, range of addresses with um, an area of San Francisco that uh, is predominantly gay, which I think you do. You I do. Not yeah, that I live far. like yeah four blocks from the Castro, which is, you know, maybe the gayest neighborhood in the known universe. Yeah. There might be a, there might be like a, some kind of a, a push to get people using it. I know I've read recently on, oh gosh, let's see, sex workers only, escort clients only. Uh, these are various sex worker, uh, of course, having fun hobbying. And I learned by the way that uncle Tony 
the, the guy who used to give people <laughs> escort tours of Oakland. I thought maybe he went to, he deleted his Reddit account. Uh, shame of kind of a bummer, but yeah, he, I can't uh, remember if we talked about this on the last episode or not. I think we did. Yeah. Maybe you must be yeah. heartbroken. He, uh, apparently, well, Langston, who is the kind of OG there is still there, but uh, it sounds <laughs> what like people are saying he got a, that uncle Tony got a girlfriend, which is, oh man, can you imagine being that girl? If, he, if she ever <laughs> finds out how, like, he's like, Oh, uh, uh, so how many men, women have you been with this year to two, 230? It's like, Ooh, right. That's a lot. Yeah. It'd be like um, being Pol Pot's girlfriend or something and not knowing what his history was. But apparently what I wanted to say is apparently, um, it's pretty common for sex workers to use prep. Um, regardless maybe of their condom usage status. Like it's, it's actually there, like a pretty widespread. Are there thing. any side effects? Like, you know, does it make you break know. out or change your appetite or anything like that? I'm sure it's not. I'm sure, uh, I was going to say it's not good for you. That's not the right thing to say, but I'm sure it makes some difference in your health in a way that Seems, you would want to consider. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you can't just take it prophylactically and not worry about it. You're basically asking, should it be like put in the water? Yeah. Like fluoride or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. I, my assumption is no. Um, okay. uh, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it, uh, it probably is the, it's a way to, to dramatically reduce HIV. And so it's hard to, hard to argue with it. By the way, uh, your mention of, I mean, your mention of basically getting ads that are sort of explicitly for gay men made me think of a TikTok video I saw <laughs> that I wanted to get your feedback on, uh-huh. which was, um, <clears throat> A woman was complaining because she said that um, she was complaining about the male gaze. You know, you know what this term, like in feminism, male gaze means. Yes. Okay. So, for our listeners uh, who may not know, it's basically uh, the idea that things are depicted, whether in cinema or magazines or whatever, from the male gaze, which means they're going to want kind of sex up the women in situations. So she was complaining. She's a lesbian woman. That in in magazines and video content aimed at men or women things are done from the male gaze however apparently and i don't consume any of this content shamefully i should in gay men's magazines things are not from the male gaze and so the ads for example are totally different because they're not male gaze ads have you encountered are this there before? women in the ads period yes yes it's just that it's just that it's not well it's yeah just it's just she said that it's apparently very strikingly different in that uh, the, the, the men might be set up sort of more suggestively sexually, or it might just be kind of neutral and asexual. Yeah. I, I like this hypothesis. I would love to see some manifestations of it, some okay. pictures or some ads to, to verify her theory. Yeah. It makes sense well, in concept. Right. I don't, uh, I wasn't sure if that was true because, uh, I mean the, I don't know. I mean, I don't know for a gay man if the female form is just totally not interesting if it's still viewed as aesthetic. Because uh, because the male gaze thing could be more a function. And this, by the way, goes along with your, I think before we started recording, you were saying something about how women simultaneously do and don't want to be ogled by men. Or it's like, yeah. it's like sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And it's like very unclear. <laughs> Schrodinger's um, ogle. Exactly. But the, uh, yeah, I mean, it sort of goes along with that, this question of whether uh, I would, I would tend to think that it's not a male gaze issue. It's simply, look, if you're going to depict humans, depicting women is often more compelling just from an aesthetic standpoint, their bodies are smoother and more beautiful. Is it true that men aren't 
sexed up in various promotional or media things. So like, I don't know. I'm thinking about the Marvel movies. I don't watch those. I know, but you know of them and you've seen commercials for them. And yes, you know, you're aware of the MCU Marvel comic universe, cinematic universe, or comic or cinematic, universe. Okay. whatever it is. Okay. Sure. I mean, isn't Captain America and uh, Thor like, aren't they? I mean, th- those, those actors are definitely sex symbols. And are they not portrayed in a way in the movie so as to be sort of candy for a female audience? I think there's an element. You you basically mean that they would show their musculature. They might be wearing like shirtless well, or wearing. Yeah. I don't know what they would do because for me, for me. You're so yeah, like heterosexual, woman, you don't even notice it. Well, a woman being sexed up is obvious to me, right? Like she's in a sundress or she's in a cat suit or. Hmm. You know, she has her makeup in a certain way and or she's she's behaving in a certain way. And for me, that's sort of like easy to recognize. But if the claim is that because of the male gaze, women are disproportionately sexed up and men aren't sexed up at all, well then that sort of means that the men must not be having some commensurate sexing up. And I'm not sure if that's true, but I don't know how to evaluate what it means to sex up a man. I mean they don't walk around in G-strings, but right. is that what women want? Like, I feel like that's like male sexuality being so in a woman's face is not really desirable. I mean, it's so easy for women to get sex. What they want is men behaving competently and seeming cool and sort of, you know, in charge of the situation and strong. And, and yeah, I'm not sure. Yes. I you say fully premise. cognizant of, of how much our listeners love us mansplaining to women what they want, uh, which, yeah, which I know. You can, they can fuck off because that's what we do. But, um, <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I was, I mean, yeah, I think there are a number of elements of this critique that are suspect. And I think yours is a really good one. Another one that came to mind when I saw the video, um, I, by the way, have reduced my TikTok time to five minutes a day while planking. So I do a five minute plank every day and that's my TikTok time. When so I'm I was pretty proud of that. When I was doing planking, I used to, TikTok's perfect for planking. It is. It is. Yes. Yeah. And actually, I think the arm motion when you need to swipe actually is good exercise because you have to sort of like lift an yep. arm and move it to your phone and you can do switch you do, or alternate. Do you do five minutes in a row or do you do like a series? Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's just five minutes straight and that's it. But okay. the, um, the uh, it made me think of um, Taylor Swift concerts. Uh, listeners may not know that I'm a Taylor Swift aficionado. Swifty. Uh, I guess I'm a Swifty. I, I listen to her music while running, and so I'm extremely familiar with it. It's a very, it's very well produced and has a rhythm that's really good for running. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I tried listening. Swift. You actually told me to listen to podcasts at 1.5x the speed, which I tried that with Sam Harris, and I learned that 1.5x is correct. Maybe you're at 1.75. Are you? Yeah, 1.7. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, just the it, it, it was fine but I prefer music. Okay. Um, anyway, a lot of her concerts now. Okay. Importantly, if you just pull up any YouTube video of, of one of her live performances, pretty much all teenage girls, early twenties girls, and then they're f- the teenagers, fathers, teenagers, yeah. fathers in the audience. Yep. That's mm-hmm. it's very female audience. Okay. And yeah, there's yet, no line for the men's room. That's what I, 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 that's what I would guess. And yet she performs almost everything wearing a leotard. Which yeah. first of all, I mean, that must be really strange to get up in front of that many people wearing just a completely right. sheer covering over your genitals. Like I just, I just right. think that's 
plus like for a guy that's sort of like, yeah, it'd be, it would be like performing in a speedo. And when right. I do like at a, a business meeting where everyone else is clothed normally. Oh, right. Yeah. You're the only one in a leotard. And I mean, the, the, back, the backup dancers, right. The backup dancers, some of whom are male are not dressed that way. They're uh, sorry. The women might be, but the, the men are not important. Huh. And okay. then you think, well, the audience is mostly look, the, the, the entire real audience is, is basically female. Uh, so they must want to see her dressed that way with sort of like a pretty uh, skin bearing. And so I don't, so then again, I think that's mostly aesthetic, right? It's like they, they, they idolize her. Look, uh, look how beautiful she is. Look how toned her body is. They're not sexualizing her. I, I really don't think unless she's just performing for the cameras, but I don't, I, I mean, then she would yeah. just have one show in a leotard and the rest would be wearing something more comfortable. And she, I actually have seen an interview where she complained about having to like perform in Madison, Madison square garden in a leotard, which makes sense to me. Like it's kind of embarrassing, no, it's frankly. A, it's an interesting thought. Like what would an entire female audience prefer a, you know, 25 year old starlet to dress like. Sure. Now maybe that's why Billie Eilish is now taking the crown because she's doesn't wear stuff like that. I don't so. know what Billie Eilish looks like. She's not uh, as thin and uh, <laughs> she wears sort of baggy clothes, definitely a different ethos. So maybe that's, but, I mean, but honestly, like historically, this leotard thing is pretty common. So whatever. Yeah. 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 I think Billie Eilish yeah. is an exception to whatever rule we're imagining Agreed. here. Agreed. So I, yeah, so I'm not totally, the, the male gaze thing I think is a little overblown, but I still think the, the gay, it would be interesting to, to, I guess, go to a newsstand and buy some gay magazines or just pick them up at the library or wherever you would get such a thing. Maybe you could get some cause you live so close to the, the neighborhood there and just see what the ads look like. Like if they are in fact just fundamentally different. I don't know where, I mean, I guess I could go to a corner store. Do they even sell porn magazines at corner stores anymore? It's not porn. It's not porn. It's just regular magazines targeted at gay guys. Like, so what is there like she, she, gay us weekly and gay people kind of. magazine. I, she had some names of magazines that level of detail. I don't remember, but it was, yeah, it was the, it was, apparently there are, uh, there's a series of magazines that are targeted toward a gay male audience. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'll make a note to do this too. Yeah. All right. Gay magazines. Okay, let's move Just on. Just put them around your apartment. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, there was somebody on Reddit, and I, I lost the thread, but it was a cam girl, and mm. she had, I think she, I can't remember if she had huge breasts or if she had had implants and she was getting them removed, but in, in either case, she wanted to have breast reduction surgery, and she was concerned that this would affect her, her cam girl audience. Oh, for sure. You don't think so? I don't, I don't know. I wanted to talk about it. I think it could, depending on how much of her shtick was wrapped up in her boobs. I have to say, I mean, one thing, and we've talked about this a little before we watched as uh, like 20 episodes ago, we watched a video from a cam, cam girl that I thought was particularly good. Like, the vast majority of cam girls are terrible at it. I know. In my opinion, they're just not. And, and I, I agree. I don't think that I'm some kind of savant. I don't think that if I were transsexual and had to do it or whatever as a guy, I, do. I don't think I'd be good I think at you it. Would be, I think you would be outstanding at it. The problem really? is you would not be able to stop yourself from trolling. Okay. <laughs> but if, Maybe if I somebody would. Said like, if somebody said, Mike, I'm going to give you you know, a million dollars if you can get X viewers or whatever. I think that you I'm, could. I'm a guy. 
Yeah, I, I guess in this hypothetical situation, you're a, a, woman, a woman, and okay. you, you have your brain, and you're able to the, whatever. I mean, it's impossible, yeah. but I think you would be good at it. Anyway, okay, continue. Yeah, the, the, it's the. I mean, the, so so, the, but the main thrust that relates to a woman getting breast implants, or and there was another topic that we don't have to read or whatever that I post I, I gave to you that was about a woman complaining, cam girl complaining because she like does a lot of dildoing. <laughs> as part of her cam show. And she was sort of, she was complaining because other women don't have to do as much dildoing. And like, I've thought about this before. I mean, well, I mean, after, after, I mean, a lot of times these people do it for four, six hours a day. And that's a long time to just to jam anything into any part of your body again and again and again. I mean, it would just become kind of raw. So she was, it's sort of the same thing. It's this question of how important are the specific physical attributes of what you're doing as a cam girl. And I, while I, so I initially said, yes, it would matter a breast reduction. And I think it would, I think your, I think your point, and I think this is right, is that overall, uh, the way she approaches the performance is way, way more important. And the problem that cam girl women have is that it doesn't come across as natural because it's not a very natural situation. So it's very hard for them to seem relaxed and having fun yeah. and, um, kind of include the audience in the right way, kind of talk to people in the right way and make it seem like not weird that they're sitting there half naked or naked and all, oh, doing things. And also, um, I think it's really, really hard to not appear transactional. So um, some large percentage of cam girls, it's just too obvious that they want those 50 tokens for them to take their top off and then they'll put the top back on and do it again. Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously they want to get those tokens, but it's just like, there's gotta be other, you gotta research it and come up with a shtick. Yeah. Have you have you still not spent any time watching Amaranth on Twitch? I still haven't. You should I because I was supposed to. Yeah, she's she's. I mean, I'll she's by far the most successful cam girl in the world, right? She makes millions of dollars a month at times. Wow. I don't know if she still does. And she's on know, Twitch, so it's not even X rated. Yeah, but she also has an OnlyFans. But okay. her main marketing channel is Twitch and this, you know she has streams that have like thousands and thousands I don't, I don't know what the maybe it's tens of thousands of of people watching. Okay. And she can't be naked. Um but she does frequently run into their Twitch's censor stuff and she did this she I can't remember there's something with like she was doing these hot tub streams and then they decided that that wasn't allowed. So then okay. she got like a kiddie pool and put it in her apartment. I can't remember. So she frequently runs into their sensor stuff. But the main thing that she's talented at smart. is- Smart is trying to, tow, tow, trying to tow the line like that is really smart. Like trying to find something that just barely goes over the line because then right. it's kind of titillating for the audience and fun. Right. And if she gets kicked off, all the better. Right. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. I got kicked off. Yeah. She's, she's savvy. Yeah. And But yeah, she's conversational in a way- where it just lets people imagine it lets their imagination sort of fill in the gaps. And I think it's better. Whatever it would than, be like to date her. Right. Yeah. It's better than what you see on Chatterbait, which is just these sad, sad, <laughs> desperate women uh trying to, you know, claw out these tokens that are worth like, what is it? They're worth like a fifth of a cent or something. No, no, it's, 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 my understanding is, and I've never bought a token, I have to say, but, uh, is that you pay 10 cents, but the site takes half of it. So each token is worth five cents, <laughs> uh, but you, okay. yeah, so, uh, uh, but you will sometimes see maybe a fifth of a dollar. Uh, okay. 
Sure. You will sometimes see somebody get, right. You'll see somebody get uh, maybe 500 tokens at a time. So that's like $25. So that can happen. But I mean, obviously that's not going to get them anywhere close to a million dollars a month or whatever you said. That that requires some uh, subscription revenue to do that, which I'm more power to. There are some people on Chatterbait who do a good job of this, but it's shockingly few, which, yeah, you would just think, I would think that people would have an incentive to study how to do this well and do a good job of it, uh, but they simply don't. Yeah. I mean, Mike, you've, you've worked with sales organizations and sales or, sales people are generally compensated by commission. Right. And it's always fascinating to me. Well, it's not that interesting to me anymore, but it used to, when I was in my twenties and I saw these salespeople who were like lazy and not trying to be better at what they did, I always found that sort of confusing. I would try to figure out how to gamify getting people to buy the product that I'm selling as much as I could because right. it directly affects my comp. Um, right. And so I find that sort of behavior confusing, but yeah, it's the same. It is strange because you'll have, yeah, you'll, have a, yeah, you'll have a woman who's just as attractive or maybe more attractive than uh, someone who's a very, higher earner. A much, much higher earner. And you'll say, well, what is it? And it's simply some kind of personality thing. And and probably, I hate to say it, but uh, life really is an IQ test. And it probably the truth is that the ones that get the higher earning, they're just smarter. And they sit down and study the other people and they figure maybe they talk to, you know, um, get groups of people and talk to them and figure out what works. I, I yeah. Could, yeah, I could I could think of a lot of avenues you could use to improve your game there and they just don't. Yeah. I mean, um, it's good that it's a meritocracy yeah. and not purely based on the way you look. Well, it irritates me because uh, for the same reason, I, I've had a number of people ask me if I felt like porn was getting worse. I think that there's an element of that. Uh, one thing that happened, of course, is there was the uh, porn apocalypse where Pornhub and other sites got rid of yep. any porn that they couldn't Amateur figure porn. out the provenance of. Yes. And then Reddit did like sort of a pornocopalypse <laughs> where they <laughs> closed down every subreddit that didn't have a moderator. And people complain yeah. about this one uh, because it's happened. It happened fairly recently. Um, but the other thing that's gone on is OnlyFans. And so the higher quality performers have this strong incentive to put maybe a two minute long clip on a free site and then divert people to a paid site. And yeah, it's smart. And then so you wind up with stuff that's just frankly harder to get the nut out of on the free sites. Yeah. I wonder if microtransactions could uh, disrupt. It would. It would definitely disrupt that space. I'm not sure It would. The, I think the problem is that the OnlyFans people are able to charge enough that um, it, yeah, you would need more of a macro transaction, right? I mean, in, in some ways, that's what OnlyFans is. I mean, if you had 10 performers you liked and each one cost $10 a month, it might be worth it to you. Do you have an OnlyFans account? I th- I think I have a dormant one that I set up just to see what was there. I, which is I have one. Nothing. Yeah. You can, you can, um, some people have free OnlyFans. I think you still need an account. So maybe that's why you said, it. but I've, pay, I've paid for some people's OnlyFans. But you have. Yeah. You, ha- you have to pay for a month and, it's wild the divergence in cost. Uh, you, the, the person, the content creator, can set up what the monthly cost is. Okay. And I've seen it as low as like two dollars, and as high as like twenty five. And when it's that much, I can't. 
I, can't I think our listeners much. would like to know uh, how many you've paid for, how much you've paid, and what what they did that got you there. Normally, it's just somebody who is so attractive that I want to see more of their content. And my pattern okay. is always: I pay for one month, I immediately unsubscribe. So I unsubscribe before I masturbate because I don't want I don't want to I don't want to forget. <laughs> the, uh, so wait, so you only get one nut out of any of these subscriptions? So one yeah. nut subscription. I sounds like think it because if that's about yeah. right, yeah. When okay. you un- sorry sorry when you unsubscribe, you still get the rest of the month. Oh, got but it. I don't really. That's it. Yeah, I don't really go back to the same person. And what's the what's your typical amount you're willing to pay to get that higher quality? Uh, nut? If it's more than like five bucks, I I blush. I think. Okay. I bet and I've paid ten a couple times if if I was particularly needy. I assume they make the transaction flow really easy, so you don't yes. feel like yeah. They store your credit card and you just press go. Got it. It's, and um, it's faster than Amazon. Then this is the real question: Is it worth it? Um. I have been burned a couple times where, mm. so there's always plenty of content in there, but okay. sometimes the content is too PG or, or too, sometimes it's like not the kind of porn that I'm looking for. Okay. Um, but generally a good, a good OnlyFans user will show a, a couple teases so you can know what to expect. Because they don't want the situation where people sign up and get like upset. That's not good for their business. How many? So how many different clips are there typically in one of these accounts when you go in? It varies, and you can see okay. how many picture posts and how many video posts they have before you okay. subscribe. So some people just have like you know twenty pictures, and it's like yeah, forget that. Right, and there hasn't been somebody that where where they posted with a frequency or a compellingness where you thought, okay, I'll, I'll I'll continue to be this person's fan. I I just don't. Well, for starters, I don't have OnlyFans notifications on my phone or computer. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> You're just going about your day, and they're like, you know, Jane has posted a new video. <laughs> you like you get a little notification on your smartwatch. <laughs> ridiculous yeah, you're you're out for a run and you're like wait i gotta i, I gotta get behind this bush and be <laughs> right. off that's good yeah it's, it's ridiculous it's, i mean so that's a real thing you can get a notification on your phone that tells you i guess okay that makes sense i, mean, I presume an, i presume an Instagram I, I, one or whatever okay i have not set up only fans on my phone i never masturbate with my phone i've come to learn that people do but i do not i always use yeah. my computer yeah why, why is that it's too widescreen monitor yeah. right and the sound quality isn't very good on the phone either, unless you have headphones and then that right. gets a little high tech. Right. Um, okay. So you're, so, <laughs> so you wouldn't have any way to know. So, so your relationship as it were with these women is just kind of from sunrise to sunset. If your dick was the sun. Yeah. Where sunrise and sunset are seven minutes apart. <laughs> wow. I wonder how common that is. Probably, I, I actually think I've read that the churn rate on OnlyFans is quite high. So well, I that's, think your, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was sort of the thing that I was wondering here. Am I unusual? Do people have subscribers that last for a year? And do, do they find that the frequency of new content affects their attrition rate? Right. I, the thing I find interesting there is why uh, somehow that model basically did not survive for digital music. Uh, people moved over to the Spotify 
Apple yeah. Music, whatever model. And so I could imagine the same thing happening here, but it has not yet. Right. Uh, and it could be expensive. It could be, you know, $100 a month or something, but where you basically just have full access and then the money gets diverted based on what you click. Right. So may- maybe that's what's coming next. I've, I've wondered the same. Yeah, there would be some sort of global subscription and you get access to all porn and then the, the, the content creators get paid for by the amount of traffic they generate. It'd be a very natural thing for, say, Pornhub to set up, to have some yeah. connection, and then you just they just get a, a, a harem, as it were, of people and put it together. Yeah. Yeah. Does it matter to you that these women are currently posting or that they are the age they are in the videos right now? In other words, if this content were from 10 years ago, would you care yeah. if it was a dormant account? <sighs> I've thought about this in the past. If I come across like a new porn star I like and I find out she's 15 years older than the content I'm watching, Mm. am I able to set that aside for the sake of my fantasy? I think knowing that they're much older and they don't look like that anymore does actually negatively impact. Yeah, I had an experience within the last month where I was was enjoying a video or a set of videos by somebody and then I was... I clicked on some other Reddit post about them and learned that they were dead. <laughs> uh, it, it did not affect my enjoyment. I was fine. Just so you know. Huh? Yeah. I think that to be fair, they died at around the age of they were in the videos. So yeah, so they weren't, they weren't older. They were just dead. Right. I'm so hyperactive with my porn viewing. I don't fixate on single people for very long. And so, yeah. I don't like develop crushes on single porn stars like I think some folks must. Sure, sure. Well, that's the—I mean—that's the real meat, sweet meat of OnlyFans, or yeah, I guess this amaranth person. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let me. We should get to some of these topics that I promised in our intro. So, all right. Uh, this woman says, uh, "Quote: It's not in uh, narrator. It was, in fact, in." My boyfriend yeah. is not the biggest. This one time we switched from missionary to doggy style and he started pounding. I didn't really feel anything. So I said, wait, it's not in. As soon as the sentence left my mouth, I realized he was actually in me already. So half a second later, I said, oh, it is in and acted like nothing mm. happened. The first minute after that was kind of awkward for me, to be honest. Do you think I hurt his self-esteem? I'm sad about it. To be fair, I was really wet. Could this be a reason that I didn't really feel any friction? Okay, we're going to get back to this but I want to read this other topic because it provides a juxtaposition. Okay. My 19, uh, sorry, this is a 19 year old female, uh, talking about her 24 year old boyfriend. My boyfriend accused me of lying about my body count because he said my pussy was not as tight as his ex's. I've been Hmm. dating my boyfriend for about two months. And this conversation recently came up when he started asking a lot of questions about my sexual past. I'd only dated one guy before him to whom I lost my V card. And I know my boyfriend has had a much more extensive past. After this conversation, he started being weird and then accused me of lying. And we argued back and forth until he exploded and said, well, your pussy is not as tight as my ex's. This obviously really hurt me. And I haven't talked to him in a few days, but I'm looking for advice on what to do. And if there's anything I can do to make my vagina tighter, since I love him, want our sex life to be good. So this is like, 
this is like the neutron bomb of like the worst thing you can say to your partner, especially in their 20s. So for a man, it's telling him that his penis is so small, you can't even feel it when it's inside of you. For a woman, it's telling her that her vagina is too loose. These are neutron bombs because there's nothing they can do about it. Like a woman can't really make her vagina tighter. The good news, ladies, is that there isn't that much variance in vagina tightness. Uh, and for a man, he cannot uh, make his penis larger, despite what all the ads on the internet may try to persuade you of. Right. Uh, well, and there's also the irony with the, it's, there's an irony that's actually a positive for the woman's story, but not so much for the guy's story, which is uh, probably uh, what the boyfriend of the woman who, the boyfriend who said that she's loose, probably what's really going on is she's just more aroused. Uh, therefore lubricating more. And so his ex was probably lubricating less and less aroused by him. So actually it's uh, oh, the story boy. she told really makes me think actually she's just more into him than his ex was. Yeah. Uh, the, for the guy who's got a small penis, I mean, he's, he's got a small penis. There's not, yep. not much There's help you can do there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming yeah, I, it's uh, narrow also. Like she didn't say length or, or width, but I'm going to go with, it's going to be a little on the narrower side. Yeah, I think there's, I mean, gosh, we've been through this so many times, but yeah, there's some length that they can feel because it hits their cervix and short of that, I think it doesn't matter. And then the girth matters for, I think that like sort of feeling of fullness. Right. It's going to affect the first couple inches, which is where the clitoris surrounds the birth canal, so to speak. But yeah, I mean, I mean. Uh, setting aside, the, uh, well, I saw I saw some post where uh, a guy was, what, what was it? I think it was a, <laughs> one of these sex workers who got a text from a guy that said what he was going to do was put his penis in her and then jam his fist down on her stomach until he could feel himself thrusting. And she was very upset about that. Mm. that didn't, she didn't find that respectful. But I mean, you could get some <laughs> benefit out of the length if you, if you were doing that kind of activity. Sure. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean- it's interesting. Over the last couple of weeks, we've had a few topics where the man has accused his partner of being too loose. I think yeah. men don't understand that that's not the own the man thinks it is. Right. Well, right. That, right. I mean, it's, it's on six different levels. I mean, it could also be that he's too small. It's, it's right. really, really, really unlikely that she actually has a problem. Right. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to do this topic about shared nudes. We haven't talked about this for a while. Uh, I just found out my ex shared nude photos of me with my colleagues. I honestly want the ground to swallow me whole today. I feel so violated and humiliated. Uh, Before I read this, let me just say something first, which is I don't understand why women send nudes of themselves, even to partners. I have received nudes from, (laughs) I don't know if I want to give a number here, probably at least 20 women. Mm -hmm. And it's, they're given away so cavalierly. So I am absolutely trustworthy with them. Like, I mean, I've known you for a long time. I don't think I've ever shared with you. Uh, Have I ever shared with you any nudes of my exes? Not to my, actually not to my recollection now. Yeah. It sort of irritates Um, me. I was thinking about that. We know but people who have shared nudes of their exes. I, th- oh, I sure. think I think most guy friends do share these things, but it, sure. it it just so happens that I am a vault and I can be trusted on this. But 
the cavalierness with which some of these women shared things with me, does, they didn't know that I was that safe. What like, a we percentage of the time is their face visible? Non-zero. Okay. And <laughs> right. is, it ever, mean, is it ever a rear view with them bent over? Uh, yes, but oh, more rarely because you need to set up a mirror and stuff. Okay. Okay. So, so anyway, so you would say you've been sent a picture of a woman's butthole. Yes. Concretely. Okay. It's rare yeah. though. It's rare. Yeah, Most sure. people are very insecure about their butthole. I, I like I could count it on one hand. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, as I'm reading this and this person sort of makes it clear what the downside of sending someone a photo is like, I, I want to, I want the listener and you to think about why are they sending, like, what is the upside that makes them ignore this downside? All right. I recently got back with my ex after being apart since April. It was mutual, but wasn't on good terms. And we cut each other out completely. Following the breakup, there were rumors. He had shared very deep secrets slash shames with my colleagues on a work night out. We used to work together, so we have mutual colleagues. I approached him about this and he denied it completely. Okay. That's probably smart for him to lie about it. Right. Fast forward to now. Well, he I think stayed it could over be illegal. Yes. Yeah. It's revenge called porn, revenge yeah. porn. Right. 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 Fast forward to now, he stayed over Saturday night after we got speaking again and decided to give it another go. Decided to give it another go. I don't Their know. relationship. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate I shouldn't have done this and never have before, but I went on his phone to search their lads group chat as curiosity got the better of me. I would be lying if I said I hadn't thought about doing that every single day for the past six months. And she suspected this for a long time. Anyway, I wish I didn't. I searched my name in their chat and not only did I find he had shared my darkest secrets slash shames, antics in bed, personal issues, and much more, <laughs> he had sent them nude photos of me that he took. There's a photo mm. of me tied up, sorry if that's TMI, which is even more humiliating. Their reactions to it have made me feel worthless and like a sex object. You sexualized yourself. All right. These are colleagues I got on really well with and they all completely objectified me. There were a lot of mentions about their working night out so who knows what else he has shared? On top of that, my colleagues never told me, so I feel even more isolated and alone right now. I feel so sick. Yesterday morning, I confronted my ex and he burst into tears, telling me he felt so awful for it, just buried it, hoping I wouldn't find out. Huh. That's probably the best way he could have reacted. Just complete contrition. Yeah, that might be smart. I mean, it may not matter, but sure. Right. I mean, Can somebody I, please- uh, Yeah, go ahead. I'm almost done. Can somebody please yeah. tell me I will bounce back from this? I keep having panic attacks and can't and can't stop crying. So I'll let you speak in okay. one second. I just want to say, I don't, uh, look, I don't want to victim blame too much here, but this was, the things that are obvious in prospect are really hard for me to be sympathetic about. Like she's recognizing in retrospect that she made a huge mistake, but she should have known this in prospect. And so it's really hard for me. Like why do women share photos? Well, some of the photos were taken by him, but you could say, why did yeah, she, presumably you, she you're saying that to... You're saying that because she says one of them is of her tied up? No, no. She said that some of them were taken by the guy. She, she also explicitly, and oh. he, I mean, the fact that she was tied up makes it even more Sorry. obvious. My reading comprehension was, is not good enough, apparently. But Well, sometimes when you're reading out loud, it's hard to pay attention. She could tell him not true. to take photos of her naked. That's right. That's right. And that, <laughs> would, change, that would change the level of what happened here. I, I think there are, so a couple things. One is that I just wanted to note that she kind of obviously had sex with him just to get his phone, which is kind of funny. It's sort of baller, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's it it. Uh, yeah, there. I mean, this this it's. 
having sex with ulterior motives like that is kind of an interesting situation because I think that in a lot of cases, women would like to claim that they would never do such a thing. Men, of right. course, men, of course, I think have all kinds of terrible motivations around sex. So there's like not, this isn't a debatable thing. I'm just basically saying that I think women can do the same thing. Yeah. But uh, I think this gets back to that like male gaze topic where the uh, the truth is oh, that I see. if a woman, okay, if you have say an office with 20 peers, like you, like a sales organization, like you were describing before, yep. and four of them are attractive women uh, and 16 of them are men, some group of those 16 men are going to have conversations like this about yes. yeah. one or more of the women. Yep. And now- there are some conversations that women are likely to have about the men too, but they're going to be more socially acceptable. I think generally they're not going to be kind of, uh, yeah, it's not going to be the Donald Trump, Trump called locker room, Brit, locker room right. humor. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, so this stuff isn't that surprising. I don't actually know. Um, if I were female, I don't know how I would, um, square this with wanting to operate in kind of the professional slash, you know, just public world, but it's difficult. Uh, I mean, if you, if you lived 500 years ago, maybe, uh, you would just be married to some guy. And if people said things like that about you, he would kick their ass or kill them or something. Yeah. Um, it's not that simple. It was obviously prostitution all, all the like 500 years ago. But the point is that now, because women are so completely in the workforce, it's just really difficult to know how you emotionally and psychologically guard yourself against this. But the reality is, I, I don't know if it would make her feel better, but the reality is that this, this kind of conversation goes on about all attractive women and, uh, the photos, I mean, look, you can make a deep fake. It's not okay, fine. So they know you were actually tied up. Okay. I mean, but a lot of women do that. So it just means yeah. they have a photo that's actually real as opposed to a deep fake about it. Yeah. I mean, you remember somebody tried to blackmail Jeff Bezos, right? They like got his nude photos and he was like, go ahead and share them. He didn't, yeah. he didn't care. Right. He owned it. I mean, there's certainly photos that could probably be more embarrassing than others, but. I mean, uh, you would be, you'd be pretty upset if uh, a photo, if an ex posted a photo of her pegging you on the internet, right? I don't bring cameras into the bedroom. I don't, I can't comprehend yeah, okay. people allowing it. It's what if, the downside what if risk you, is so high, not just from the, your person, you know, potentially being a future ex and the risk involved in the, in the unease knowing that they have such a thing, but right. they could get hacked. Their phone could get stolen. Like who knows? It's just. Okay. So let's say this is, this will be uh, because of the, the roles and genders, this won't work that well, but let's say that you were in a scenario where you were blindfolded, tied up, and then pegged, and she took photos of you or videos unbeknownst yeah. to you. Right. What, what would what would your reaction be to that? Well, first off, I because this is a little of the reasons, like that. One of the reasons why I'm not into submissive play like that is because I don't like that lack of control. Like I'm okay. sort of a control freak. But, okay. Okay. Let's say I find out that without my consent, they my partner she took photos of me. Right. Yeah, we'd you, demand that she delete them. But if they'd been shared already, I would. I would not be pleased. Okay. So the yes, yeah, so the, the yeah. this would never happen to me. 
So it's hard to like imagine, but if it did, yeah, it would just be a grounds for immediate breakup. And my partner would know that before they did it. So they're, they're, she I wouldn't see. do it. So your criticism, and I think this is reasonable, is that, uh, is that she, yeah, the, she made the mistake of uh, allowing this to happen. But of course she did it because, you know, photos and videos of women are more titillating, more sought after, and she was trying to get the guy to like her more. Yeah. Um, so what she's supposed to do, she has this thing that has value and she's trying to spread it around. Yeah, but I would it. argue I would argue that if you need to leverage your sexual currency to keep your partner, then you should find a new partner. Now, maybe some women can't find partners sure, right. that care about them for reasons other than their sexual currency, but they should at least oh, aspire could, to that. Or you could like get better at giving head. For example, Whatever as opposed be. to as opposed to being willing to to I think I agree with you here that that basically uh, it's uh, I agree with you well okay if you're a professional plenty of women are professionals then they can make videos I don't want I don't want to suggest that there should be no more porn because that would what a sad gray world that would be for me yeah, but yeah I think I agree with you that if the advice to women should be look if you don't want to be if if you don't want to be a porn star don't do this. Don't take videos or photos. Don't send them. Don't, yeah, just tell the guy, like, I don't do it because I don't want to wind up like that, and right. it's, which is a completely reasonable and actually pretty intelligent thing to say. And if the guy says, hey, that's not cool, I'm not okay with that, then probably break up with him because it means there's something wrong with him because he should see of, the logic of that. There isn't really a technological solution to this. Uh, well, Snapchat. I mean, that's why Snapchat, a big yeah, but, part of the reason Snapchat became popular. So you remember what Snapchat did? If you took a screenshot, it would mm -hmm. notify the person that you took a screenshot. Sure. Which means, uh, importantly, that means that uh, it works really great unless someone has two cameras or a phone and a camera. Right. You could just take phones. a picture of the screen. Of course. Uh, there were also ways that you could... <laughs> you could disable... Uh, the internet on your phone, take ah, the screenshot, so and then Snapchat would store it. So the next time that it had internet access, it would do it. But then you could uninstall the app. There and you then go. you also had to delete. And then Snapchat like did some things where it left like a temporary file on, on the thing so that even if you ever reinstalled it, it would find that temporary file and then notify them. So you had to like uninstall the app and then like clean the temp file to make sure that it never notified them. But that's embarrassingly yeah. low rent when you could just solve it by having like a $60 camera that you just place at a fixed distance above the screen and just take the shot. Yeah. Well, and but people, okay. people made screenshot apps that didn't use the standard. There you go. You know, whatever. Sure. And then it, you know, it worked on Android, but not Apple, whatever. All right. We got to wrap up. Uh, so that's yeah. a wrap on episode 94 of Your Mileage May Vary. We are always interested in feedback, good, bad, or ugly. In fact, we prefer critical feedback because it's the most actionable. Uh, as discussed, we will pay $20 this week for any feedback re we receive. You can reach us at YMMVPod on Twitter or at YMMVPod at gmail.com. You can also ask us questions there. Let us know if you want us to use them on the air or not. Thanks for giving us a listen, and we hope to catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Je fais et je viens Entre tes reins Je vais et je viens Je me retiens
No. 